Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We'll discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we get some foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. Me and Nick. We're down bad. We are on the streets. We're lonely boys. And we got to figure out who we're calling daddy. Daddy's home. And we got to figure out who that dad is. Who's knocking on our back door? We're letting him in. It's dad time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the point. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's how I, when I think of like the criteria we'll be using. It's who, it's who when I'm in at my lowest. <laughs> we're, we're damn near there right now. Who, who can I call? Who can I bring? Who can I bring that would like provide a guiding hand? <laughs> and let me be the one by their side. Exactly. To kick for them. That's what we need. We do. Right no, here. we We're are trying to find someone to guide us through this crazy thing called life. You know, we need a third. <laughs> like we need a more responsible third. If we could get so. Oh, all right. Is that one of our categories? Who would be the better co-host on the show with us? Ooh. I mean, I don't see why not. Well, we can talk about it. <laughs> all right, folks. We have here in the final four. We have the 16 seed Mario going up against the 12 seed Buffy. And on the other side of the bracket, we have the seven seed Shrek going up against the 14 seed Doc Brown. Cody, where do you want to begin? We'll start with Mario and Buffy. If Mario was our co-host, I think it would be off. I think it'd be like me and you making our sweet jokes. I'd be like, oh, and who's going to be knocking on our door, calling his daddy? And he'd go, yahoo! And that'd be it. <laughs> That's all he does is make jumping sounds. I haven't seen the movie. I hear he talks. He, t- he talks through most of it. Yeah. Is he, Ita- is he Italian? He, it is. It's definitely, I mean, for all of the concerns uh, that people had about uh, the Chris Pratt at all, which I always thought was like, feels like a silly thing that we're trying to be upset about people. I don't think this is that big one, uh, as big a one. I mean, I know. If you would have had Mario, as we know and love him, our little plumber boy, do a whole movie with actual dialogue, it would have got pretty offensive pretty quick. And it would have been like, there's no way they're going to do it the whole movie, right? And like you'd be like 15 minutes in and been like, I don't think I can watch this. Yeah, it's me. I'm an Italian man. Oh, look at me. Get the princess. It's like, I don't like this. I don't, at this all. feels bad. I don't think you can necessarily be racist to Italians anymore, but this feels like <laughs> as close as we're going to get. So, they even like joke about it at the beginning of the movie. The first day, the first opening scene is of this commercial of the Super Mario Bros plumbing. Him and Luigi do completely offensive voices. And then when they cut the commercial and they're like, and they're like, do you think the voices are too much? And they're like, no, but we shouldn't do them anymore. And you're like, you guys Perfect. are smart. Hey, hey, writers, that's what you made the money for, huh? That's where that's where it's at. It let everyone have everyone get their little like, this to me, wahoo, out of their systems. We're good. Now, can we just have them talk like normal people? Would that be okay? That would be so awful to have that on the show. Every time I'm trying to talk about a joke, I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, but I got the joke. Go, woo. And I can't imagine. I Buffy feel like would be I, good. I think like the other problem with Mario is how many times he would say like, well, why don't you just eat a mushroom? <laughs> well, they make it so big. It's like, I don't want to be big. Big wouldn't help this. Why don't you hit the fire? I don't lighting it on fire. Isn't going to help. We're talking, we're talking about best preparation of a potato, Mario. We don't need. Why would I want a raccoon tail that makes me fly? Also, explain it to me, please. Yeah, yeah. could you? Most of the podcast would be us walking through the raccoon thing. Like, okay, wait, hold on. No, sorry. Back to it again, Mario. Because so when you, so it's a flower that, do you become a raccoon or do you (laughs) 
Is it just a suit you get? But why do you get a suit when you eat the 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 plant? How does that make a suit? Is it the is hey, it like bamboo? Mar Mario, Mario, is is that a butt plug? <laughs> How does that work? Just answer. This is a safe space. Yeah, just help give the viewers the info. Buffy, on the other hand. I feel like she'd be flaky, dude. I don't know if we could like you're all. Oh my god, if Buffy was the right co-host and with you, yeah, the show would be so unreliable, guys. I would happen. be so fucking pissed off. We we're supposed to start at eleven every day. It's eleven forty-one now. We're in the first group, so like this is what I live with. And now yeah. if we have Buffy out here, she's slaying. She's bursting these vampires, dusting them. I don't know when she's gonna come and go. We would just have to go without her, and if she's there, it's a special treat. It's like, yeah, we we treat her. <laughs> uh, that's one of my. This happens on podcasts a lot, like especially early. I feel like maybe like six, seven years ago, especially. But people would like start podcast. Like you'd have like comedians start podcasts, right? And they're not like famous yet. They're like on the edge, and then all of a sudden, one of the hosts gets more famous than the other ones. So then they like slowly kind of ease in and out of the show, <laughs> in that very like sad way where it's like. Hey, we're glad to have them back. Glad to see Taylor's back to be able to do stuff with us. And you're like, so, and like, they'll like kind of joke about how no one listens if the famous person isn't there. there. So they're like, it'd be cool if you came more. I can't wait till I get famous and I get to leave this garbage show. Well, I think in our case, we just end it. I don't, I don't know (laughs) if I do it by myself. You have to do it by yourself. It's just one person. Could you imagine the, this would sound insane. Just to like sit here and be like, hey, everyone, it's Nick. This is Friendly Competition where I'm going to go through the Sweet 16 style tournament and decide what I think are the best <laughs> of these. So starting here, we have Mario and Buffy. Um, <laughs> if anyone was going to do that show, it would be a middle-aged white man, though. Yeah. So we've got that for us at least. Oh, uh, all right. I don't I like think, that category. I think Buffy would be – I think the thing – I agree with you about Buffy on that level that as far as a co-host. Not going to be here a lot. Also, at some point – like, how much are we really going to believe it's like, are there that many demons? <laughs> really? In this small town, it's that many demons? Or do you just not want to do the show with us? Are you tired? Are you hungover? Like, you can be honest about yeah, why. You can be honest with us. This is a safe space. Do you think Buffy would beat Mario in a fight? Do you think Buffy could dust Mario? Does Mario he got, get any He's power got a vertical leap, though. Yeah. But does he have any, does he have any power-ups? Well, what power-up would you give him that would make him be able to do it maybe the fireballs i'd probably go fire yeah that's gonna be my usual go-to is of all the mushrooms like i don't understand why there isn't more if he has a power star i think it's over oh well yeah that's the point of the power star though that's not fair (laughs) poor like you can't she can't that's god mode like it literally is designed to be like i can't die so we're gonna live this i think i still think buffy has it even if he has the firepower because buffy's got just she's got moves dude well i think as Buffy has grown, I mean, doesn't I don't I haven't seen I've seen some episodes and stuff. I mean, but I assume, especially when no matter what, when your series is dealing with demons and like shit from the underworld, at some point you have to fight God. Because like, because <laughs> for some reason, like this happened in Supernatural. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, is God maybe the bad guy in all of this? Because for someone who's omnipotent, feels like you could step up step in sometimes help out a little bit i mean we've got devils and demons and vampires running amok and you're not doing anything and it's like and they say that like they know you're real and they're afraid of you so 
feels like you should step up a little bit. Do you think bit. Mario's God? Do you think he, because he always comes in as like a deus ex machina in these. Because if you think about the prince, the Toadstool Kingdom, Mario shouldn't be there, right? Right. So everything gets fucked and all of a sudden Mario's just there to save the day. I mean. Is that the- God, d- divine intervention? Is Mario God's hand, the hand of God in this world? The Holy Spirit, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Still part of the Trinity, but if the Holy Spirit's voice is, <laughs> it's a mean, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Into the mushroom, Mickey Big. Ooh-hoo. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> I hope to God. Because the Holy, yeah. The Vatican would lead you to believe that the Holy Spirit's got an Italian accent. Actually, that's a great point. That... <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, no, the idea, the problem is, is that now, like, the idea of having, like, <laughs> Jesus on the cross, but then next to him is, like, a Mario jumping. <laughs> To be like, and that's the, and then like the other one's just the sun because God's always just the sun. And then it's like, look, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's Mario. <laughs> Don't worry, Jesus. You're going to get to put them on the cross, but you're going to come back. Woohoo! <laughs> Why don't like this? He's like, I don't think, is this the guy? Can you imagine the Pope praying to, like, he's like, I need God, I need divine intervention. It's a me, God. How are you doing, Mr. Pope? <laughs> what like, do you no, need? I, I don't like this. You need to figure your pipes. <laughs> you got the killer of the devil. He comes in many forms. He's like, why don't you, you kill the devil? Hey, just feels like that seems like a kind of your thing. Why am I? That's the problem. Why am I doing God's work? Why? If, if, if he knows, to, if the whole point is like to stop the devil in his wicked ways, because the point is like God left us on earth to be like, I don't know. Can you do it without me? It's kind of a dick move. You shouldn't leave like toddlers. <laughs> to earth and be he like just Irish goodbye to us. And yeah. And then get all pissy when we don't do it. Right. So what you say, okay. Okay. Here's the thing. This is the metaphor. He took us to a nice restaurant and ordered everything on the menu. And then he Irish goodbye before the bill showed up. And now we're stuck here. And we're like, what do we do with this? And he's like, <laughs> you guys got it. And we're like, no, you, you ordered most of this. We didn't want to do all the appetizers, but you made it sound like fun. So we bought them all. And now you're not going to pay dick move. Yeah. So it's I just like, gonna, no, I think I'm going to lock in Buffy for this reason. Actually, Mario seems like he's got it all figured out on his own. He's got a lot of sidekicks, but if you play the games, he doesn't need those people. They're just dead weight to him. But if you watch Buffy, it's about teamwork. It's about family. I feel like you'd be appreciated as Buffy's sidekick. Like she'd know your name. I'm not even sure if Mario would know my name. He'd walk in and be like, hey, Luigi, Peach, met you guy. Hey, woohoo. Hey. <laughs> God damn it. Other guy. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. I feel like Buffy has an appreciation for the crew. Like she's very much as like I can't do this alone. I need your I need your all support. Even though all of us are like, hey Buffy, um, yeah, we don't do like a ton though. You know that, right? <laughs> like especially early on, none of us got magic yet. So um, she's gonna she needs someone to have heartfelt talks to, and that's what I, we come in. Oh, we'd be so much better at that. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. As far as, like, if that's what you need from a sidekick and then maybe I get magic, I'm all in. I can yeah. sit and listen to, like, how hard it is to balance, like, needing to get through your finals. But also, Baralthazar is coming and is infecting all of your friends with a curse that makes them all want to murder each other. So, like, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Do I study for chem final or just defeat Balthazar. And I'm like, dog, I get that's tough. That's tough. That's real tough. Yeah, I'm, I get it. So, but also you can make my cat talk, right? Yeah. Like, so wait, like, <laughs> so Balthazar, does he got that book though that you were talking about? That secret book of spells that made cat talk? <laughs> could we, we got to take down Balthazar. Cause like you could, cause I'm thinking then if you fight Balthazar, I'll just sneaky, I'll just sneaky pie into his castle or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Or, okay. Here's, yeah. You guys do that. 
I'll put on a blonde wig. I'll take your chemistry fine. Yeah, solved. I'm good so- at chemistry. <laughs> I'm good at chemistry. I can look like Sarah Michelle Geller. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. it's like makeup's come this. a long way. But please go get that book, though. Yeah, I do need my cat to talk. I do need that. Yeah, no, Mario. No, Mario has no he's need the lone, he's or the desire. He is. Also, he's also, I guess, God. In a and way. God. But no, I'm with you here. I think we can move Buffy on into the next round where they will go up against either Shrek or Doc Brown. Oh, dude, Shrek and time travel. What a world we'd live in. Do you? Okay, here's my question, though. Like, from watching from watching the Shrek movies, do you think he'd want to? He seems like someone who is really good with, like, where he's at. Yeah. Really likes life. Like, I don't know if him on a time, a time-traveling adventure is, is, like, what he's looking for. You know, no, but like, I think Donkey would convince him to do it. Is it like, I mean, it would have to be one of those situations, right? Where like his like, like Princess Fiona is like, has been captured or, or whatever. Or she gets a disease, a curse from a witch. And the only way to stop it is he needs to go back in time to 1712 and stop this one plant from growing that makes the curse do, flower we, or some shit. What time? Okay. This is a very real question, Cody. Okay. What, if you were to give an AD, like the okay. year. Yes. That you believe that Shrek takes place in. Ooh. What? Because you said 1712, and I was like, dog, that might be going into the future. For him, yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're actually thinking about when it takes place. I'm going to go with 1361. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're like in the same that it's like, it's still more medieval than, and I know that they'll like, especially in the later films, they'll like reference maybe some tech or something, but come on now. Come (laughs) on. That's not a real iPhone. We all know that. Mudphone is not an iPhone or whatever the hell they make it out to be, you know? Okay, here's my here's my problem, though. Here's my thing with Shrek, okay. though. We just said Princess Fiona. I believe in my heart of hearts he would go time travel to save her. Yes. But that's his wife. I don't think there's a movie in which Donkey gets trapped by a witch and sent to the past or the future and Shrek meaningfully wants to go get him. He's like, told him he shouldn't fuck around. <laughs> he found out. I told, I told him. To I told him, you go into a pub with a bunch of witches, It's good. something's going to happen to you. So <laughs> now it's my job to go get him? Nah. I think Fiona would make him do it, though. Maybe. But once again, that's not the energy I want in my protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm your sidekick, I kind of want to know that, like... Shrek just sits down and he, he co- co- puts his hands together, closes his eyes, and looks down. He's like, dear God... Do I need to go save Donkey? It's a me, God. I think you should have go. Woohoo! It's like, God damn it. <laughs> Do it. Oh, Doc Brown's anti-Semitic, though, right? I mean, we made it out that way. <laughs> like, I don't think that there's anything in the books that says that. Although I do know there's something very I I can't, I'm not gonna get this right. It was an old cracked article and I read it like 15 years ago. But I do know that the book series that is either like that the movies are based off or it's those like you paid someone to write the novelization of the movie, which I've never yeah. understood that as a as a way of doing things. But nonetheless, that had to be for kids who couldn't watch PG thirteen movies, right? But their parents would let them read whatever they wanted. Yeah, exactly. They that it's like, it. hey, kids, we understand that some of you are growing up in very uptight religious households, and you're not going to be able to go see our fun movie, but you could read about it. You got a library card, don't you? Yeah. Why don't you go read what happened in the movies? Okay, I don't remember a lot about the Back to the Future movies. But if I th- remember Shrek right, Shrek's got a problem. He solves it, right? 
in the Back to the Future movies, it seems like Doc Brown causes his own issues that he then has to go back in time to solve, or forward in time to <laughs> solve. Kind of, almost like Ouroboros eating his own. Like, if yeah. you're, like you're, hey, hey, Doc, did you cause that problem because you wanted to go back in time to fix it? Because it feels like you could have not caused that problem and we wouldn't be in this situation. So it feels like you actively tried to make a problem. That that's now what I'm saying. That's why I don't travel. think I want to be his sidekick because that's a lot of energy. I'm already trying to, I've got, I'm studying for my chemistry final. I got yeah. a lot of stuff going on and now I got to go back in time. And he's a dick. He never goes back in time. We never solve the problem. And then when we go forward in time, he doesn't drop me off the day of before so I can study for my test. No, he goes right back to the test day. It's yeah. like, you have time travel. I'll help you with your problem, but you got to throw me a fucking bone, okay? Give I me mean, an extra day to study for this thing. I, I'm trying to get into Yale. So then what, I mean, Cody, then the question that you have to be open about then, because I agree with you. I would appreciate that from Doc Brown. Who's going to kill your your present self? Who would, when you I come would. back a day later, so you're saying, so you're just like, hey, Doc, because that, that becomes the question. Because <laughs> if Doc, if Doc's like, hey, here's the deal, I, <laughs> uh, so I went back in time, caused a space time to go back in time. And now yeah. we're doing it. So we got to go back. And you're like, all right, fine. But can you bring me back a day earlier? Can you bring me back essentially to yesterday so I can study more? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd look at him back and you have to do the thing. <laughs> I'm, I can't do it. I can't do it to myself, but I need you to do it. And we'll keep rolling. Right. And as long as Doc says yes, I'm like, okay. Would we'll you have the intestinal fortitude to kill your past self? No. If it meant keeping the timeline alive, I, I think I could do it. For some, hey, Cody, can I tell you something? For some reason, I yeah. think my past version is like a better version of myself. <laughs> it's all the decisions you haven't made. Yeah. Your body like, the way it is. Within the day, like within that 24 hour period, I'm like, this is a better, I can't kill him. He's better than me. Why would I kill the better version? I should kill myself. I'm not. I'm definitely not. <laughs> but nonetheless, like that dude shouldn't have to die. I think I think I could go back in time and kill myself easy because I know everything I did yesterday and I know when to get me. I it's it's I know I'd have the jump on me. It's not. I just think they're better. Like, I don't. What happens when the cops find your body and they come to tell your wife that you're dead, but you open the door and they're like, what? But then the question is, who is my wife really married to? She's married to me. <laughs> Maybe. Does it? But does, who knows? Now you're different. For, you're just a little bit different now. I mean, you're, I think killing yourself in the past makes you a lot different. Taking the, Watching the life go from a man's eyes is probably a life-changing experience, and I can only imagine how compounded it is when it's your own <laughs> eyes. <laughs> so even though, yeah, it's like it's, our relationship should be the same, it's not. It's, it's going to feel so – you're married you cry, to that Why do you guy? cry every night? I, I can't talk about it. <laughs> I looked into the face of God, and he said – it's a me. It's never been the same. Also, it would mean too that you left your your actual timeline wife widowed. Yeah, she's gone. Where did he go? Yeah, you, you just never came back. You never came back to the current timeline. So then, once again, reasons why I'm like, I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm the good guy in this. <laughs> I think here's my thing. I think the problem that I have with Doc Brown is that much like invisible, like we've discussed with invisibility and the power to read minds, I think time travel leads to villainy. Yeah, I think it's I a longer road way about it, but at some point you're going to try to get rich off of it, which, Hey, that's fine. And we get it, but no one hit, no one ever, you're always going to take it too far, right? You're never just going to bet a little bit on games. You know, the outcome for make a couple hundred bucks under the table. Look like you're good at gambling. You're not at some point no. you're going to get bored or lazy and just go win a lottery. Yeah. You're just going to go win a lottery and do that instead. 
And now you've got a problem. You've, you know, now you're creating more ripples. Also, you're going to go, anytime you don't like how something went down, you're just going to go back yeah. and redo it. And if you don't, also, if you just don't have the stones to watch the light fade from your own eyes as you strangle yourself, you can't take this timeline because that's a real legit possibility that you'll have to do that. Oh, a hundred percent. If you, I mean, and that's, I mean, to go back to your original point though, it is maybe the right thing that Doc Brown only takes you back to yeah. the exact time. Yeah. That's fair. He must, he thinks a lot more about it than I did. Well, until now. it's also because he's had to kill a lot of himself. His he's, hands are stained with the blood of himself. He's, he understands very well that he's like, I've killed a lot of me. And what happens uh, if you show up to kill you, but you end up killing yourself instead. So now you are in this timeline where you murdered yourself. That's come from the past to kill you. That movie's called Looper, Cody. And it's okay. <laughs> it's, okay. it's not great, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I think I want to lock in Shrek. I think Shrek's a lot more low stress. I think it's low risk. And I mean, he probably stinks, but he seems funny and kind of like a well-to-do, like, well, ch a charming man. Yeah, At the end of the I day. Yeah. And also I, no one's going to bully you because you're friends with an ogre. I do. I do like that element of having my, well, my daddy, um, I believe is the term that we're using. Returning. Yeah. And so, Cause protagonist isn't a fun word. There's nothing great about it. It's too big. I always, and then I'm like, wait, protagonist, is that the good? It's good. Cause it's pro I'm pro good guy. Like it always becomes that also. And having to type it over and over again, I'm it's one of those words that like I get hung up on if I'm spelling it right. Yeah. And it, I, I agree. So we're I'm like go protagonistic. No, that's not it. No, it's daddy. I'm yeah. Shrek. I'm putting Shrek into daddy status. I think. Yeah, I think let's have Buffy Daddy and Shrek Daddy face let's, off. Let's talk it out. All right. Here's my problem with Shrek Daddy. Okay. Is a if part of the fun about being the sidekick is the adventures. Shrek does not want to have these damn adventures. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to be as willing. I feel like to to fill, fulfill that need. So at some point, are we more or less coworkers or just friends that hang out? Yeah, like, I think you're just friends that hang out. Well, the thing with Buffy is too, she also doesn't want to have these adventures, but she's fated to. Right. So she's a reluctant adventurer still also. So we both get both that energy from both these daddies. I know. Okay, but if you have seven seasons of a show, at what point you're kind of, you kind of want it like a little bit. <laughs> Like you get to make out the hot guys, the hot, the hot angels and angel and Spike, Spike. And all the vampire boys. Yeah. yeah. So like, okay, I get it. Ugh, my life would be so much easier if I wasn't a, a slayer. Ugh. Okay. Then don't, then don't put it down. She, that's the whole first season. She can't not. She's the chosen one. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Stop. Just stop. What? What? Here's my thing. Prove God. Make God come out. That's my problem. Buffy, you need to kill the vampires. I cannot do it. I'm not doing no, it. You do it. No, you do it. Why? Fuck you, dude. Feels like, what's the worst case? I create the end of the world and then God has to come and solve it. All right. This should not be on my shoulders. I'm 17. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I would just at some point be like, no, I don't want to. Okay. If I was yeah. Buffy. Now, as her sidekick, though, see, this is where I think, this is why I think Buffy needs a sidekick, though, because I would be very good at being like, you got this, girl. You got this, girl. Get it. Go fight them vampires. You got this. Mm. Let's get after it. You the best. You bad as hell, girl. Let's fight these vampires. I'm going to be over here, though. <laughs> Way over here. With my cat. Okay. Back here, though. What about, okay, so assuming assuming I get the talking cat from Buffy, right? Right. And I become like a witch. And I'm doing my witch stuff to help her. I don't, I'm making my potions. Me and Stuart are making potions to make her strong. Yeah. That's cool. But if I'm in Shrek world, all the cats talk. All the animals uh. are fun. 
all everybody's got good stuff going on. I can talk to cookies, you know? I don't want to talk to cookies. I know. I don't either. I don't, I don't whimsy, like. There's a lot more whimsy in the Shrek world. Buffy is almost sans whimsy. I, necessarily. I don't yeah. know how whimsical you want things to be when it's it's the little fate of the universe on the line. Yeah. Do you, like, at what point, I think the, the tough part about being Buffy's sidekick is, like, it's one of those things where I'd, I'd be like, hey, um, like, I'm down that we're doing this and, like, helping, but, like, What's like the end game here? Are we going to be like 50 still having to, to fight vampires? It feels excessive, right? It feels like there should be like one big thing we can do, right? You think to stop so? this? Every, any, every generation gets one slayer. So once she's gone, that's when the new one is decided. So oh, I guess this if you is want- like, because it's like a constant. There's always these problems. Yes. God has forsaken us. And God left us here. I've been forsaken you. <laughs> Once again, proving why it's like, why God always ends up being the villain in these shows. Because <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, God, it's kind of fucked up, huh? It's a little messed up. Could you help? Nope. Nah. <laughs> He's busy. I'm busy playing I'm, Mario. I'm okay. busy. So, yeah, I think I think if we want to get out of the Buffy universe, we'd have to kill it. Oh, man. <laughs> like, that's how we oh, end That's it. what it's got to be. If I, yeah, when I'm ready to quit the business and I'm like, hey, I'm good. I'm. Hey, I know I'm like, I know I'm like a level 23 wizard now. And like, it's cool to be this powerful and strong. But like, honestly, I kind of just want to go to my kid's soccer practice. You know, <laughs> like I got the, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love being able to like cut the oranges with my mind and the spells. That's cool. And they just like float over into the Tupperware. Love that. I yeah. love having that. But I just kind of want to just watch stuff and not be constantly concerned that the ground's going to open up and Buffy, steal bu- all these Buffy, children. Buffy, Buffy, Buffy. I really appreciate you making me a witch and giving my cat the ability to talk, but you didn't give him long life. So now he's 23 years old and he's just begging me to die every day. <laughs> Do you know what that's like? Do you know the mental? Yeah. <laughs> the every mental... day just wakes up and is like, no, I'm still here. Everything hurts. My bones. I don't want to eat anymore. These true. Your food is too hard or it's too soft. I hate it here. <laughs> I, ah, oh, fuck. This is the problem. I don't know if I want to lock in the life of fighting. Do- Zombies and vampires, or a life of whimsy with Shrek. Here's my problem with the Shrek universe, and it's a big one. It's a stinky place. The whole place stinks, dude. There's no part of watching Shrek that makes me think that any part of it smells good. Shrek stinks. We know that. And he wants to stink, and that's fine. He's entitled to be stinky. This is not... I'm not stink-shaming Shrek, okay? All you liberal cucks. (laughs) Decided to go hard right. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) So I'm not stink shaming Shrek. He's allowed to be. I'm just saying, if you and I both agree it's the 1300s, it's stinky. Yeah. It's just stinky. What if, okay, what if we can bring Shrek here? <sighs> Here's my- I could let Shrek live in my garage. He'd probably no, no. love it. Oh, dude, he would love my garage. This thing's falling apart, stinks like shit. He'd be like, oh, this is heaven. That's <laughs> not- My problem is that I don't think the world's ready for Shrek. <laughs> like, we're not good with diversity as it is. I don't think Ogre- I don't think Ogre's gonna make it further- than anyone else is for some reason. I think he's going to have to, I don't want him to be subjected to what the world is going to bring to him. That's fair. Okay. I think I'm going to lock in Buffy. I think I'm locking in Buffy. I think I want, I like that there's, there, I like that stakes. I like that there is danger involved, but I also like the feeling that we're saving the world. I like the talking cat. Even if I don't get that, I still like my, that I might get magical powers. I love the hangout spots. Yeah. The hangout we got spots are dope lit. libraries that we're going to be kicking it in. We got uh-huh. great coffee shops with wonderful lighting, Live all the music all the time, all the time. So I'm going to get to see some good punk shows every now and again. I mean, sure. 
are some of the members of the punk band vampires. Yeah. So like, we're going to have to kill them later, but like, let them finish the set first, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we would, we would. And so I'm, I think I'm with you. I think I'm, I think I'm locking in Buffy as the best, the best daddy. Yeah. Buffy is our daddy. Daddy's home and it's Buffy. (laughs) And it's Buffy. (laughs) You wait till daddy gets home and it's Buffy. Exactly. There we go. I I think that's good. I think we did it. I think I, yeah, this is by definition, Cody. By the definition that we set up for this show of deciding on out of 16, which was the number one. Hey, I want to let you know, we did it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to about your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to us, make sure you are hitting that like, that subscribe. Also, following us. Nope, that's Cody's part. <laughs> and also follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a 16-team tournament that you'd like to see us do, like who's the best daddy, email us to us at podcast at gmail.com. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. We got a new season coming at you. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And that's me, God. Oh, woohoo!